Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about stillness and patterns and how they intersect. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so often when we think of stillness, we think of inaction, immobility, not doing anything, or we could just say non-doing. We don't really think about our patterns, behavior, ways of operating in the world. They feel like distinct categories, meditation and stillness perhaps, and then work, real life, everything else that we're doing. However, these two areas are not distinct categories. They are intimately, intricately, and delicately connected. Specifically, our relationship to stillness and the ways we feel comfortable in stillness or avoid stillness really have an impact on how we live our life, which is why I often say, show me the ways you avoid stillness, and I'll show you the patterns that run your life. So let's break that one down a bit. Show me the ways you avoid stillness, and I'll show you the patterns that run your life. What does this mean? Well, let's start by looking at the latter portion of this statement, the patterns that run your life. What this is referring to is the actions and the behaviors that we take on a day-to-day basis, usually unconsciously, but maybe even somewhat consciously, that create the, the fruits of our life, the results we're getting, the quality of our relationships, quality of our work, whether we stay in our work or leave our work, or avoidant in relationships, we're needy, how we relate to food, how we relate to discomfort, exercise, Do we go over the top with something? Do we completely withdraw from something when it's intense? All the different patterns that basically define you. I would say they don't define you on the deepest level, but kind of define your life. This is what I mean by the the patterns that run your life. And it's often these patterns that are creating certain results that on some level, I'm sure we like some of those results, but... uh, Many results that we often condemn or are frustrated by or why is my life like this are a result of certain patterns that have been put in place and are so ingrained in how we live that we don't even realize they're patterns. It's just, oh, this is just who I am or this is just how life is. So that's what that second portion is referring to. Show me the ways you avoid stillness and I'll show you those patterns that are running your life. So how does the first portion relate to the second portion? Well, what is stillness? My current working definition is the ability to receive and soften into your internal and external experience from a place of steady, spacious awareness. The ability to receive and soften into your internal and external experience from a place of steady, spacious awareness. 
See if you can feel that. Less thinking, more feeling. This kind of stillness isn't even something that can be thought about. It's just something that is embodied. It's innate to us. We connect to this space, or we could say reconnect to this space when we're practicing stillness. Uh, as you can tell, I'm, I don't define stillness as just purely stillness of body, although that's one way that can assist us into getting into our inner stillness. I define stillness more as how we are interacting with what is moving through our awareness, our internal experience, thoughts, emotions, sensations, and externally, we could say different aspects of our sensory experience or other people talking to us, whatever it might be. So the ability to receive that as it's coming through and soften into it in a relaxed way from this steady, spacious awareness, it's kind of the opposite of constriction and reactivity. And what does that look like? It could be your partner says something like, you know, when you, you said that to me the other day, that really hurt me. And we quickly say in response because it creates a feeling of pain that maybe we hurt someone, we get defensive and go, how dare you say that I would hurt you? Like, you know, I would never do that. And it just comes out in an explosive way. That's not interfacing with stillness. That's a, a nervous system that is tight and guarded. And before the felt experience has a place to land in the spaciousness of you and awareness, that steady, grounded place that's just able to receive it and hold it, in a non-reactive way, before it even gets to that place, it meets the guarding of yourself and rebounds off of that into some sort of defense, like a warrior or a guard dog, you know, standing at the door of you. And totally understandable, right? Like, how many things are there that are just really hard to feel, that are painful? Grief, Maybe the potential that we did hurt someone, or we did do the wrong thing, or we did tell a lie, we did go against our own morals, or we made a mistake, or we didn't know the right answer. All these things are just it's hard to feel. Who wants to feel that? And so even though it can cause us complications, it can feel easier to just get defensive, because right? we don't want to feel that tender experience of like, oh man, I really did mess up ouch, that hurts, or I really don't know, maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I really am incompetent in relationships, and I don't want to admit that. So instead of admitting that, I just keep defending myself. All right, so that, that space of stillness, it's able to receive what's here and just hold it. Getting there is is quite vulnerable. You could say the space of stillness itself is vulnerable. I'm not sure that's entirely accurate. Because when you're embodying stillness and you're identifying with your experience from the place of stillness rather than the experience itself, it's not vulnerable. You're actually quite protected. Protected because the experience or what's arising no longer has the same charge. It's not, you're not really identified with it. You're just noticing, oh yeah, this is here right now. And it's held in this, you know, a bigger container bigger container being like the larger self and so in that way it's actually quite safe to rest in stillness but the journey to getting there is quite vulnerable because it, it means acknowledging the truth of what's here and so 
right, we connect this to that first statement, show me the ways you avoid stillness and I'll show you the patterns that run your life. Well, show me the ways you, you don't want to drop into that place of stillness, that you're afraid to feel something, that you don't have the space to feel a certain emotion or to be honest with some aspect of your experience or to recognize a mistake you may have made 10 years ago that's really hard to acknowledge. And because you don't want to acknowledge it, you just keep reinforcing the story of whatever decision you did make 10 years ago that it's like, no, this was the right thing. This was the right thing. You just keep plowing forward with that, even though it may be hurting other aspects of your life or your relationships, because it's just too hard to acknowledge that maybe things could have been done differently. Right. And so again, example, show me the ways you avoid stillness. In that case, show me the ways you avoid feeling the pain of something that maybe wasn't in alignment. And I'll show you the patterns that run your life. In this case, the patterns being just continuing to reinforce some story of what you thought was the right decision a while back or convincing yourself that. And that then creates the thoughts that are moving through your mind and the beliefs that you're telling yourself, which turn into the emotions that you experience, which create the actions that ensue from there, which then influences all the interactions you have with someone else. And if they say something that potentially threatens the story that you're living in, you get further defensive. It's like, no, no, this is right for this reason, this reason, this reason. And that then hurts your relationships and creates more patterns in those relationships. Right. So this just starting with this little thing of avoiding that place of stillness of honestly interfacing with your life and holding it from a grounded steady place all the ways that we we avoid that and the, the initial pain that comes with that the deflections are the patterns the ways we deflect around that are all the compensations that we build around ourselves to continue to think a certain way believe a certain way emote a certain way and act in a certain way to keep some sort of illusion of I'm safe, I'm happy, things are going well. And those become the patterns that run your life that might keep you feeling like oh, life is okay, but it's not quite there, or life isn't so great, but it feels way scarier acknowledging the alternative, which is having to feel the pain of whatever it might be, pain of emotions that you don't want to feel, past wounds that you don't want to confront, patterns that you are running that, you know, if these are true, if this really hasn't been serving me in some way in my life, if I were to actually acknowledge that, what would that mean about me? All those things, which we all have some degree of that, all those things that we want to avoid just keeps us from relaxing into ourselves and being able to really honestly communicate with the truth of this moment and say, oh, given this that's here, what's the right next step now moving forward? And, and inquiring into that from a place of stillness, of openness and honesty, right? If we don't do that or we're not willing to do that, then we just remain in the ego story and the ego's protections. And that just keeps us in loops going around and around and around and around. Same actions, same ways of being, same results, same frustrations, over and over and over. 
And we try to tweak it a little bit here and there, but nothing really significant changes because we're not getting to the source of any of it. Show me the ways you avoid stillness and I'll show you the patterns that run your life. Take some time to reflect on that in your own way and in your day today. As always with everything I share here, you don't have to take it at face value. Explore it for yourself. That's the only way it actually gets integrated. See where you find truth in it. And if you don't feel resonant with it now, that's okay. You can let it go, come back to it another point, or never come back to it. It's totally up to you. But if this topic is of interest to you, and you do feel some resonance, and you do feel like there's something for you here, I am going to be doing a retreat on uh, cultivating inner stillness. I recently did a masterclass on this topic, and it was... Uh, one of my most popular classes to date. So it's clear that this topic is resonating with people and it is uh, very alive in my body as well. And increasingly I am trying to uh, teach from what is most alive in me. The teachings become more of like a, I don't love this language, but it's kind of like a, something's being downloaded or transmitted rather than me talking from my mind or ideas. Uh, I speak from the resonance of the thing that I'm experiencing, and I find it to be. It's my preferred way of experiencing teachings from other teachers, and uh, in my experience, teaching from this place it has much more of an impact for my students. So since this topic is uh, alive in me, I want to uh, I want to teach from it while I have the opportunity to. So this online retreat will be on that topic. It will be February 10th through 12th, 2023. These retreats are virtual. They're 12.5 hours worth of teachings and practices really designed to take a concept but put it into practice where the real transformation happens. And since I know uh, people are tuning in from different time zones around the world or things come up or you can't attend the retreat live, that's fine. Only a, a small portion of registrants actually attend live, some partially, some fully, but the majority of people uh, will experience it through the recording. So it's fully recorded. You get lifelong access to the retreat. Uh, so you can go through the material at your own time when it's convenient for you and at a pace that works for you. So if you're interested or at least just want to read more about it, check out it. Check out the retreat at the link in the show notes or just go to coreymascara.com forward slash retreat. You will also get free access to the recent masterclass that I did on this topic of finding stillness, which is a $50 value now. So you'll get immediate access to that when you sign up. And those of you who did buy that masterclass and maybe miss an email from me, uh, if you sign up for the retreat, you'll also get a credit to your account for the tuition you paid for that masterclass. So, well, that's all for now, everyone. Uh, hope to see some of you at the retreat. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your practice. And as always, until next time, take care.